Attention all patriots, it's time for the Signal 50 Podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Signal 50 Podcast with your host, Alpha and Bravo. Bravo, good day to you, sir. How are you? Good day to you. And you sound so clear now <laughs> after <laughs> first take up. Take, take two. Take two. <laughs> it's Okay. Well, you know, if you're joining us, you you understand that uh, we don't have a producer. Um, we've fired the producers, which is ourselves, several times now. That's <laughs> okay. Learning uh, is so much fun. I tell yeah, you. yeah. We're just we're just trying to do this. Just two regular guys, two lifelong friends, having a letting you in on our discussions that we would have normally, anyways, and giving you kind of the inside view into the into our minds, which may or may not be a good thing. Uh, but welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks a lot. We have a lot to talk about. There's certainly a lot going on in the world, and uh, again, thanks a lot. We'd like to, you know, ask you to please take this opportunity to, you know, go find us on Rumble and follow our channel on Rumble. Uh, that's our video podcast on Rumble. You know, you can find us wherever podcasts are, you know, basically, basically everywhere at this point. Uh, we we were able to make that happen, which yep, is like got that to work. That was yeah, that was a fun learning process. I will say. Yeah, even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. I suppose. So we are on Getter, which is where we spend a lot of our time. Getter and Telegram. You know, we have an official Signal 50 podcast chat and official page on Telegram where we sometimes put some stuff out. It's interesting. Please follow us over there. And on Getter at our handles at Bravo Golf, B-R-A-V-O-G-O-L-F 592 and at Alpha Sierra, all one word, 288. So come on over to Getter and, and come take a look and, and follow us over there. We have a lot of fun. Getter's a a really good pro uh, platform. We'll be over on Truth Social as soon as we get uh, get approved for that. Yep. Uh, locals and uh, it's not so great, but we're over there too. Right. So, without further ado, we've got a lot to talk about, right? Sure do. Boy, it's been a busy <laughs> uh, busy week. Yeah, talk about burning the midnight oil, right? Oh yeah. Yep. So you know, generally we we like to start the program out with some quick hits and, and some stuff going on and couple of quick little updates so you know we'll start off right away here uh we'll talk a little bit about the 800 pound gorilla that's in the room uh still yeah. can't yeah. get rid of it no no ukraine uh the ukraine struggle uh the ukraine war uh it's it's not going well for the russians uh, reportedly and the funny thing is we don't know which side is saying which is truth and not truth and who wants what and who's doing what uh the reports are still not coming out unless you go deep deep, deep into other alternative sources because the mainstream media is just peddling one thing, send in the troops, send in the, send in the air force. Yeah. And send more money and send more money. So I, I don't know what to believe anymore. Alpha. It's just very frustrating all around. It, it, it is very frustrating. And, and it, listen, nobody is trying to uh, deny the fact that there's some bad things happening here. And, and there certainly are. And we have become involved. Um, and, and our not stance, by my choice, not by my mine vote. either. I mean, we're sending billions and billions of dollars in, in, in aid over there, which, you know, I, I get it. You know, Americans don't like to see human suffering and we try really hard to do that, but there's, there are other struggles around the world that we don't particularly care about. Like, you know, what's going on in Ethiopia. There's like a civil war going on there right. that nobody's paying attention to. Nobody's reporting it. I mean, it's so bad that the Ethiopians are airstriking each other and their own people. So we're, we're not even talking about that in, in the Western media. Uh, so why is Ukraine so important? I think those uh, details will probably become more evident as, as time moves forward. I think we all have a, a pretty good handle on why. Yeah. And a lot of what's coming out right now is just propaganda. 100%. This is the way they want us to think about the story. And the more they tell me that, the more I go looking to find out what's the real story. So I, but I, the biggest problem Alpha, is you can't confirm anything. There's no, no. way to confirm it because whatever uh, Zelenko, uh, Zelensky is talking about, uh, he wants, he wants us to get involved and, and give us guns and give us, give them air cover and do everything and trying to play to our emotions but that's not an argument to go to war as bad as it is. I know it may sound cold and callous. That's not a reason for me to go to war, send our troops over there and, and start blowing things up. 
Do we really want to see that happen? I don't. And there's not I, a good reason to do it. A couple different ways to look at it. And and it's it's a tough it's a tough call, right? You know, you see the Russians beating up on the Ukrainians and and no doubt there there's some really atrocious things that are happening. As an American, do I want to get involved and go solve that problem? Yes, on an emotional level, I do. But on a level that is more rational, I don't want to become an existential threat to Russia and start a larger conflict. Right. Especially so, since our our affairs are not in order. We talked about this last show. Yeah. We take care of ourselves first, and that means our southern border. And that is uh, non grata uh, discussion when it comes to this government right now. So, right. And, and I say to the, I say to the Biden administration, until you're ready to be serious about our border first, you better, you better stop worrying about what's going on everywhere else. Because right now gas prices are through the roof. We've got food shortages going on. We've got insane stupidity policies that just shoot ourselves in the foot, shoots, our, shoots ourselves in the other foot. And then you start just moving up your extremity, shooting yourself more times because of the decisions <laughs> this Biden administration is making. It's and very, 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 very stupid stuff going on. It's dumb. I, it's just unbelievable. But it, it is really view. stupid. That's my view. Well, we're spending billions of dollars on Ukraine, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> how about you know, billions? <laughs> like billions. They, they set aside in the omnibus spending bill, I believe there was $14 billion aid package for them. Yeah, for okay? Ukraine. But for us. Ukraine. Well, we're the smellies. They don't want to they don't want to deal with it. Well, you know, did we really have one point five trillion dollars? The answer is no. We just print it. Right. Yeah. So that drops, you know, everything raises inflation, which is a de facto tax on every American citizen. It's a retrogressive tax. So everything costs more. And you're, you're the government loves, uh, you know, inflation. It makes the government's debt worth more, worth, more, worth less. Pardon me. Yeah. So, you know, they love inflation. Right. Yeah. That's fine for them. Not good for you and me. Right. Right. And if anyone out there, if anyone out there understands you know, electronic currencies and things like that, just keep in mind, the last thing you want to have do have done is the government take away all the paper money and then start doing it electronically, because then you want to see how they mess around with decimal points and how they could take devalue your money and take money out of your account without you right. knowing just Everyone out there, just be on, be mindful about this whole electronic thing. I'm not talking about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and things like that. That's a whole different blockchain thing. But if the government gets their hands on an electronic currency, um, if you think what um, Trudeau did to Canada was bad, wait till you see what the government will do to us with an electronic um, currency. That's um, the only thing that they allow. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting. Yeah. That's just an interesting side note of the stupid mm -hmm. decisions that are being made by our government. But, uh, yep. well, we're going to move on here a little bit. You know, we got a lot to talk about, you know, so everybody's watching the news. Everybody's aware, you know, all of a sudden there's a new variant of BA3, variant of COVID. Oh, stop it. Enough. No. Enough. No. I don't. Yeah. And what are you going to do about it? Nothing. It's going to be another form of the cold. If it's anything like Omicron, it's going to be weaker. More contagious, but weaker in terms of putting you in the hospital or killing you, God forbid. So everyone, cough and move on. <laughs> right. Take your take your take your vitamin D three, quercetin. Zinc. Zinc. Vitamin C. Yep. And, oh, and melatonin at night. Here's a shameless okay. plug. We're not being paid for this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. If you go to Dr. Zelenko's website, he's put this all together in a convenient uh, package uh, pill that you can take and it'll, it'll protect you against uh, not only COVID, but flus and other viruses, respiratory type viruses. So uh, head on over to the Zelenko uh, website. I don't have it off the top of my head, but I know that we'll he's posted in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes, but please go there. And again, he's not paying us for it. I just believe in it that much. That's why. Well, right. You know, <laughs> Let's take a ten cent solution to a, a ten trillion dollar problem, and and maybe that'll work. And it it kind of did. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, well, so you know, you got Fauci out there. He's blowing his horn about we might need to take extreme measures again. It's like you know what, dude, go back to the hole from which you came out of. Nobody cares anymore. 
Hey, did you, you don't know have any credibility. Uh, Alf, here's a little sign. I know it's kind of silly, but you know, uh, you know what Alpha, uh, what um, Fauci's middle name is, right? uh, middle initial is, right? No, it's S. So it's Anthony S. Fauci, and I discovered on my own, making it up in my head, that the S stands for stupid. That's <laughs> Anthony yes, stupid he's... Fauci. Well, he's so stupid. He's he's got ten million dollars in the bank, and he spent every living minute on the television for the last two years deceiving the American public. Right. And we'll get into that here in a little bit too. Oh, and I'm still uh, saying stupid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he may be rich, but he's stupid. Yeah, who's laughing now? I know exactly for for the time being, anyways. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, everybody's watching television, and we all understand that there's a new Supreme Court nominee, and she was picked because of the color of her skin, and she was a woman. Yeah, well, that. That's the non sequitur. I, I was like, no, that's not that's not what's important. What she can do, what she can tell us about the law, what she can teach me about the law, because I am not a lawyer and I don't even play one on TV. But um, from the answers alpha she's been giving, I'm um, embarrassed. Well, just remember, she's not a biologist, so she can't. Oh, tell yeah. a man She can't tell tell a man from a woman because she's not a biologist. And she didn't. We're know doomed. We're so doomed. We, if if we have stooped to this level, we are doomed. Well, she didn't know what was going on as she was on the board of directors of the private school she was uh, working on, and uh, tried to downplay the critical race theory nonsense that she seems to be supportive of, which is uh, not very uh, good in my mind. Well, because she her, didn't really want to answer that question, did she? She didn't want to answer that, and she didn't want to. She want to answer to her own judgments as sitting on the judge. And look, Alf and I do not. You know, she went to Harvard. Congratulations, Great. she's a awesome. lawyer. She she's a judge. If I had to stand in front of her, uh, hey, she's the judge. I, I that's it. You know, she knows more about the law than I do. I will. I defer. I defer to her her experience and her education. What I can understand is the decisions and and Ted Cruz, uh, the senator from Texas, along with um, uh, Josh uh, Howley, uh, both laid out in very clear terms why uh, they went through the, her decisions and her sentencing decisions. And I cannot for the life of me, Alpha, figure out why she went underneath the recommendations from the prosecution, and even the standards that were set by mandated minimum mandated uh, sentencing. I, I can't answer that. And she couldn't either. (laughs) So, well, this, this was, this was pedophilia and child sex trafficking stuff. This was really the grossest of the gross. Yes. And she can't answer She can't say why, but, and and when she was answering it, it sounded like word salad uh, and, and justification that I could not follow. It was disgusting. It was absolutely embarrassing too, because I'm like, you want to sit on the bench, and I, I um, no, <laughs> but I don't have let, that vote. Let 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 me put it to you this way, and this is just a little something, a little personal thing here. I have much more respect for like a stone cold murderer than a a pedophile. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd go that far, Alpha. I have to disagree with you on that. I mean, the decisions they're making Fair. or. Uh, when you when you look at uh, uh, prison settings and uh, who's on the bottom of the rung, the pedophiles are on the bottom of the rung amongst <laughs> all the other criminals. <laughs> well, as they should be. That's right. So that's that's all I can really say about that part of it. I don't respect anyone that decides to take life or hurt well, children. No, that's what you're well, doing. Of, course, that's, of you know. course not. Of course not. I'm making. I'm drawing a comparison, a relative comparison of bad. Right. Oh, all bad, things well, are bad. And, and as far as bad goes, you okay. know, a, a killer is, is a little a stone cold killer is a little higher up on the on the on the food chain than a pedophile. On the bad chain, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's all course. below zero. It's all evil. But it's I, all evil. I don't you're like not a, you're not on to, you know, you're not on to which which one's better. You know, they're, right. they're all bad. No, but pedophiles are this. Is, unfortunately, that's the lowest of the low. Right. And the technology is enabling this type of behavior. Uh, it makes it easier and more children are getting harmed. And it also brings to the, to the surface, not only this, this pedophilia problem, but they're the source of all this is because of child, child trafficking, sex trafficking, and, and basically slavery. This is what it is. And it seems to me with the answers that the, the judge gave, judge Jackson gave, you can't explain to me 
why you wanted to give an 18-year-old three months when we know that the uh, repeat factor or the recidivism of 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 this say type that of, say that three times fast. I know recidivism. <laughs> like circumcision. Anyway, uh, those kind of things. Alpha, I got to be honest with you. That she didn't she didn't sell me on giving three months to an 18 year old who was an adult. And those kids, as uh, Senator Howley said, uh, he he has young kids at home, and he's he's right on target. So I. I think, and you, you and I disagree on this part. I think she may not be. There's a small chance she will not be getting out of committee. If she gets out of committee and she goes to a vote on the Senate floor, I don't see how she's going to win it because it turns into a oh, uh, toxic yeah. vote, political suicide situation. Well, it is political suicide to vote for her because the country, you know, well, regardless of the whining and wailing and gnashing of teeth you hear out of you know, the progressive left and the extreme left and the Democrats in general, despite what you hear from that small group, and that group is actually getting much smaller as, as time passes, mm -hmm. voting for her, people, people are done with this crap. They people are. are looking, people are, you know, when you've got somebody who's going up uh, to be a Supreme Court judge, they can't tell you the difference between a man and a woman, right? Well, she chose not to. But well, she chose not to. Well, she can't because she won't because right. she's not a biologist. Apparently, you need to be a biologist to determine if a a, a human being has a penis or a vagina, right? Oh, God, right? Okay, so you you can't and and what you're seeing on the news with this with this freak who's competing in women's sports and, and mm -hmm. the swimmer thing, everyone's getting bombarded with it. And I got news for you: people are sick of this crap. Right, your average. Mom and dad around the dinner table, the, the heart and soul of this country, Democrat, Republican, I don't care, the family unit in general, they're looking at this stuff that's going on and they're like, how the hell did we buy this crap? Uh, well, how did we get here? It was it was done in such a, a, a su subtle way, Alpha, that <laughs> no one knows what happened. You mentioned that swimmer and uh, the person. So here's here's how sick the, the you know, like we cannot talk anymore as a society. Uh, the, the person that came in on the bubble, uh, you know, the person that was just knocked off and she was a, was a, a fifth year in her eligibility for NCAA swimming. She wrote a letter to the NCAA. Somehow it got out. I don't know who let it out. Maybe she did. I don't know. But she was made to be the bad person in terms of writing this letter saying, I don't think it's fair. And and they portrayed her not as someone that was raising concerns about a policy that really doesn't make any sense to me. I know it doesn't make any sense to you. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a second. We talked about this before. Uh, she basically was shunned and said, well, you're whining because you didn't get into the finals. And well, and there was an argument to, to say that all the other people ahead of her that actually qualified for the, the big final uh, round of swimming, no one, no one gave her place to her, but no one objected to this male, male. So I'm going to call him a male. He's a biological male. Yes. He's got X, Y, DNA. He's still mm -hmm. got his parts. Yep. Right. Still got the muscle structure. Men and women are built differently for different That's reasons, right. biologically. And you know what? This whole, it, it just goes to show you that this, this fog of gender identity is all it is is nonsense total complete nonsense i don't believe in it i think it's garbage and again what you do as an adult what you want to do is fine don't impose it on me well i think that we've no so normalized mental illness over the years that you know people have this confusion and and there's nothing to be confused about you have a penis you have a vagina boys have a penis girls have a vagina that's it that's just the way it goes but it's also you related know, it's also related to all this sex trafficking and all this uh, it's uh, just the normalization of deviant it's behavior crazy. it's it's the normalization of pedophilia and the normalization of deviant behavior look and I, when i mean deviant behavior i mean stuff like this you know mm -hmm. pretending to be you're something that you're not right that's just and, mentally and, ill and having it normalized yeah. if you're it has nothing to do with people who are gay or that go through a transition the right way that's fine. You do you, right? 
But here's here's another thing to think about. How is this judge going to sit on the Supreme Court? And if a Title IX case comes up, <laughs> how how is this person who cannot determine male from female because not a biologist? How are they going to how are they going to hear the case? They're going to recuse themselves. Oh, she's not going to recuse herself. Of course, me? she's not. Of course, she's not going to recuse herself. I mean, this is all a joke. It's an act. It's it's a game. And it's all complete and total BS. And it's got to stop. And and the problem is also that the, the woke culture, you know, everything had to be put in place. And it took it, it took the Democrats and the liberals 10 years to do this. They put they put these mechanisms in place. You will not say this. You will not do that. You will not spend your money on this. Right. It is not popular for you to do this, or you'll be deplatformed and depersoned. And a, a small majority of people, and I, I thank the people that listen to us on both sides of where you may fall on this, but uh, I would say a lot, a big majority of people, uh, like myself included, are sick and tired of it and don't care what you think, because sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never harm me. And that's something that this generation has not learned. No, no, they haven't. I've been canceled before. So have you. Yep. We're still here. Still here. And I don't really care. Nope. You can only be canceled if you care. You know, that's that's really interesting. Leads us on to another topic that's really hurting everybody right now is the price of oil and the price of gasoline. Oh. Uh, prices in general, but most specifically gasoline. So you know, Saudi Arabia is a pretty large oil producer, member of OPEC and all this other stuff. And and apparently Biden called them the other day to beg them to up their production to, you know, he suddenly realized that if you put more supply on the market, then the prices will drop, right? Mm, supply and demand. How does that, that work? Yeah, yeah. On 101. And you know what the Saudis told him? Go pound. Go pound sand. Yeah. And here's why. You insulted us. You blamed us for your... You blamed us for the price of oil and you called us greedy. You called us all these things when it's your own policies of eliminating shale oil, closing pipelines, you know, denying leases, denying permits to drill and, and using your own governmental processes to shut down your own energy industry, which was a vital, strong energy industry that gave us a run for our money mm -hmm. for years. You insult us. And then the next week you call us, you know, a strategic partner, this, that. And he said, this is not the Saudi Arabian representative. I can't remember his name. He said something to the effect of that's not how strategic partners treat one another. Mm. If so, you want anything from us, you are not going to get it. So here's here's the takeaway lesson. Do unto others what you want them to do to you. How's that sound? Yeah, be nice. You think Biden did, did anyone any favors by calling them all kinds of nonsense and rambling on like he doesn't make any sense and then goes in and turns around and says oh by the way can you give us some we'll buy some more oil from you first of all they're not using our money the the the, the reserve currency has already been obliterated you know the dollar remember you had to, everything had to be converted into the u.s dollar which is a federal yeah, the, oil, reserve note. The, the oil the oil market always ran on the dollar it ran on the dollar well guess what Putin says, you're going to try and sanction me. Screw you. They're going to use rubles. They have to, anyone that wants to buy oil from Russia has to do it in rubles or crypto. And I'm not talking about the, the central bank crypto um, stuff. I'm talking about Bitcoin and other stuff that are, seem to be taking off pretty well right now. And until the, the World Economic Forum tries to subdue it again, but that's another whole topic. But, you know, no one's accepting the, you know, no one wants a dollar anymore, which is going to hurt <laughs> us in the end too. So Biden, you have this on your hands. You, you, your stubbornness or inability <laughs> to listen to your to get people that really know what they're talking about and not not idealistic social justice warrior activists. He's he's got he's surrounded himself with activists. Well, I'm calling them pansies too because they don't have any clue on how to work, live, and how how to help others. Well, I think it's much more I think it's much more sinister than that. Mm. And and something else that I'm really skeptical of and leery of is is this crypto thing. Mm. I don't know who's behind Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. I've heard things. And if if what I heard is true about Bitcoin, it is the world's greatest setup to fail. Mm. And I'm not sure I'm not going to say anything until I understand a little bit better. But you know, listen. You know that I I know the, I, I've I've had people that invest in it 
and do very well with it, but you got to be careful. And it's just like gambling. You're ready to lose it if you lose it. Well, yeah, don't play with, don't, don't gamble something you're not willing to lose. I mean, you got to pay the mortgage. I wouldn't take your mortgage money and go put it in the cryptocurrency to make a quick buck because that's not how it works. But that's not how it works. You would have lost your, you would have lost your behind in the past two months. That's right. So anyhow, look, uh, we got to move on here quickly. We're, we're closing out on time for the segment, but you know, we got a backdoor green deal happening through the sec and regulated companies right now. It's just alpha. Wait, whoa. You're telling me that. They're not getting it through the legislature, which is supposed to nope. go through, where the president nope. goes to, nope. uh, takes his takes his idea, finds a couple of uh, Congress people and senators to say, okay, put this in, introduce them into each house. You know, like the bill discussion on the Saturday morning cartoon, how <laughs> a bill becomes a law. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Because they're going to the SEC, the Security Exchange Commission, and enforcing That's right. rules, just policies on their own to start charging carbon taxes and all this other garbage. You know what? Take it and stick it. You can't run an economy on solar or wind power. It doesn't work that way. And until they understand that nuclear is the way to go, I don't want to hear anything from them. And I need carbon dioxide to breathe indirectly. I That's don't right. Breathe- well, 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 wait a minute. Hold on. Slow down. Slow your roll. Slow I know. Your roll. I'm very upset about this. this really well, you should problem. be upset about it. Everybody sitting around the kitchen table should be very upset about it. If the SEC passes new rules that costs companies more money in regulation, let me ask a question. Does a company you buy a product from pay tax? Uh, company no. product pay tax. Uh, no. They pass no. it on to the customer, I guess. That's right. They pass all the costs on to the consumer. And then they get a tax deduction in the process as an expense. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's all it's all in the calculation of cost of goods sold. EBITDA. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's all there. And what you don't if the SEC say say they go and they the SEC imposes some kind of a a fine on any like, let's say, an automobile manufacturer and says, Okay, so for every ten dollars you make, we're going to charge you a dollar carbon tax. That's like a that's a ten percent tax, right? Yeah. What's going to happen to the cost of the truck you're buying? It's going to go up ten percent at least. At Maybe least, <laughs> probably, probably more than that because they're going to have to put their GNA on top of it, which is going to be about twenty three percent. So it's going to be about twelve. Yeah, it's going to be about twenty two percent increase so you're you're looking at an exponential increase in the cost of goods sold and and the price that you're going to pay if they're if they pass this green new deal they're going to bankrupt everybody in this country so so they want us to have own nothing and and be and like it just like the world economic forum and the and the the great reset nonsense wants us to be, you know what? You can take that great reset and shove it because I don't want it. And this is not what I want. You know, and the other thing, the other thing real quick, because I know we're running on time because we have a bigger thing to talk about. Um, Just, just understand, remember how the vaccine mandate started, started with OSHA, started with the FAA, started with bureaucrats, bureaucratic uh, agencies, because they didn't pass it through a law and it was shot down quickly through the courts. Thank goodness. I hope to goodness that this follows the same fate. Someone sues the SEC and President Biden for trying to pull this crap, and it gets shot down just as quick. That's the only thing we can hope for. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. So we got to move on a little bit. We got a little, little, little graphic we want to show you here before we move on to the next segment, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a little, little ditty here. Yeah. So for those that are listening on podcast, you know, we, we kind of pick a funny meme. That's kind of a way to get into, uh, kind of get into the next segment here. Let me read it to you. The FBI had sex tapes of Democrat mayors sleeping with Chinese spy and kept them hidden. New Eric Swalwell was sleeping with the Chinese spy and kept it hidden. Had Hunter Biden's laptop kept that hidden, but leaked. A dossier they knew was fake to the New York Times in an effort to take down Trump. Okay. (laughs) We've been talking about this for better part of a year. You know, everybody's been talking about it for years. There are people that have written a lot of books on this and a lot of speculation. 
and let's well, talk a little let's talk a little bit about it yeah yeah based on fact too dan bongino comes to mind of course you know he wrote three books on this yeah he's the expert on this in my opinion well him and him and uh greg jarrett and Sean carter yeah there's there's uh i think the russia hoax I, I believe there's probably a dozen and a half books that were written on this subject mm-hmm. now very recently unless you've lived under a rock uh the new york times finally came out and said yeah it was all a hoax <laughs> well that's interesting there alpha why would they come out and say all of a sudden hmm, all the reporting we've been doing all the articles all the news stories all the beat it not did any of that those other articles come out and say that this was a hoax at all nope. did they ever admit it no no nope. of course now not. all of a sudden they're admitting it now what's well the, what's a couple the different reasons yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably they're trying to get out ahead of something ah uh, so they're trying they're doing the old tactic of let us all know about it we'll forget about it because we all have short-term memory loss just like right. the president does and uh we won't pay any attention to it right look over here don't look over there right squirrel. so anyhow they come out squirrel so they come out the other day and they say, oh, it was all a hoax. Sorry about that. They haven't done any retractions. They haven't done anything like that. They spent years and years, five, six years, seven years, six years. Russia, Russia, Russia. Trump is an agent of Russia. Manafort's an agent of Russia. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody's an agent of Russia, a tool of Putin, right? So it was all BS. And right. they came out and they said it was all BS, right? So you got this little dude out there, uh, John Durham. And he's a federal prosecutor and he's a special counsel. And we've talked about this a million times. He's still out there and he's indicting people Mm -hmm. and nobody's talking about it because everyone's so scope blocked on Ukraine. Right. Look over here. Don't look over here. Right. So the other day, I believe it was um, Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, of this week. There was a motion filed in federal court to clear some classified information surrounding the steel dossier for admission as evidence to the grand jury hmm. seem reasonable mm-hmm. yes indeed Rot row someone's in trouble i would think so i think i think durham's making some serious progress and i think that there's been a lot of people that have been grand juried i think there's a lot of sealed indictments sitting out there waiting to pop open and the guy is Durham is actively shooting back at Sussman and all those people that are, you know, uh, uh, trying to shoot down his grand jury or his uh, special counsel investigation. Right. Uh, so this is very real. This yeah. is not a joke. It's just quiet. It's not moving as quickly as we would like it. I believe it. it was held up for a long time because grand juries couldn't meet because of COVID. That was convenient. That was a nice very convenient, too, right? Very convenient. Now, now things are moving again and it looks like there's going to be a lot of lawyers catching indictments. And, and I believe, you know, like I said, in, in the previous program, I have a friend of mine who's very much a DC insider. We talk all the time. We don't talk about things we're not supposed to talk about, obviously, but he knows a lot of people and he knows a lot of lawyers in DC and people are absolutely scrambling. So, very interesting. There's not a criminal defense attorney in town that that's not busy. So we have another graphic for you. Mm-hmm. Right here. Trump sues Hillary and Democrat cohorts over false Russian collusion allegations. Hat tip to the Infowars and Alex Jones. And again, he was right. Well, he was right. Alex Jones was right. How come nobody else is really talking about this? I haven't really listened. I've been kind of busy and we've been busy and a lot of personal things going on. I haven't watched a lot of news. I haven't watched a lot of TV, but I don't think anybody else is really talking about this. Oh, they don't want to talk about this. Oh, no, no. They don't want to talk about this. Hillary had a meltdown and then everyone else around her who was named on this, this lovely (laughs) indictment. Um, Uh, For our listeners, I'm going to read the list of characters. Okay. Because that's hard for me to see. Okay, so there's there's a couple different vectors that are going on here. Durham is going after a criminal indictment over right. the whole Russia collusion hoax, right? Right. And Trump and his attorneys, because he's a private citizen, this all started when he was a private citizen. Right? Oh boy. <laughs> he's going after them civilly. Oh, this is this is priceless. They're using lawfare. If anyone doesn't know what that means, that term is lawfare. 
It's basically using the system to bankrupt people. They try to do it. They actually were very successful doing it to General Flynn. And if it wasn't for uh, Sidney Powell and getting him out of this mess and the, the pardon, yes, it, it would have ended badly. But he was he was in hock for a lot of money because it's not yeah. cheap to get these lawyers in place and, and go to these courtrooms and time and arguments. And stuff. It, it really does rack up on the. Oh, they'll bleed you dry. And just remember, yeah. the government's got an, uh, an endless bucket of your money. Right. So let me read the cast of characters that have been named individually in the lawsuit. This is going to be awesome. Are you mm -hmm. ready? You ready? I'm ready. I'm so excited. <laughs> Hillary Rodham Clinton. Yahoo. HFACC Incorporated. That's I think that's Hillary for America. Yep. The D the DNC, the Democrat National Committee. Mm. DNC Services Corporation. Mm -hmm. Perkins Coie LLC. Oh. As a whole. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Michael Sussman. Great. Mark Elias. Mm -hmm. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. <laughs> Thank you so much. I can't. I, I'm so, I so want it. She's so, she's so bad. I hate her. She's so terrible. Oh, oh she's so terrible. Oh, yep. Charles Halliday Dolan Jr. Mm. Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor right mm -hmm. now. He's, he's, he's a big wig in the, in the Biden administration. I hope he, <laughs> hope he can afford, uh, you know, he's being sued as uh, not in his professional, uh, he's being sued. So yeah. I, I personally, they, they can't, yeah. he, he's being personally sued. He can't be professionally defended by the government. Nope. John Podesta. Goodbye, John, you little. Yeah. Jerk. You pain in the, oh, oh he's horrible. Him and Good. his brother, they're terrible. Robbie Mook. I don't know who that. I don't remember. Who I know is. Robbie Mook. Yes, he's a big player here. Uh, Philippe Rains, Fusion GPS, good Glenn Simpson. Oh, uh, how you doing, buddy? Goodness. Hope I hope you enjoy your hope you enjoy your civil suit. Peter Fritsch, mm. Nellie Orr. She's so uh, terrible. So terrible. Bruce Orr. Oh, oh. Well, hey, yeah. And both the husband and wife routine. It's a it's a couple's thing. Yeah. Orbis Business Intelligence Limited which I believe Nellie and Bruce or own and run. Oh, Christopher Steele. Hmm. Igor Danchenko. Names you should never forget. Exactly. Remember those names. New Star Incorporated. Mm. Rodney Jaffe, tech exec number one. How oh, are you, sir? That's who it was. Jaffe. Nice. And here, here's my favorite trio. You're ready. <laughs> James Comey. Oh, Big Jimmy. Jimmy. Peter Stroke and his Peter girlfriend, Stroke. Lisa Page. Oh, well, and the government's not protecting either one of you either. Well, wait a minute. Here's here's my other favorite, too. Kevin Kleinsmith. Wow. He's the FBI attorney. He was the only one that was indicted on this deal to begin with for altering documentations as, uh, you know, evidence to pursue the FISA. So Kevin Kleinsmith. He, he caught a little bit of slap on the wrist. This is going to slap him in the wallet. Oh, yeah. He thinks he's getting away with this one. He's not. This is hundreds of millions of dollars, people. This is not like a baby lawsuit. This is a jumbo. Yeah, right. He's going for everything. And the, P, the piece of resistance, Andrew McCabe. Oh, not to mention ABC uh, uh, Corp, uh, which is Google, and 1 through 10. Uh, <laughs> John Doe's one through 10 said yeah. names being fictitious and unknown persons and ABC corporations one through 10 said oh. names being fictitious and unknown entities. You know, president Trump, I got to give you, I got to give you a round of applause. That was, that is amazing. Good. This makes you. me so happy. I know. Doesn't it? Unbelievable. This, th it makes me really happy because, you know, listen, these people are hiding behind the government and they're hoping that, you know, Durham doesn't do anything or they run out the clock. Oh, they're not running the clock. You think president Trump's going to let this one go? I don't think so. No, absolutely. No, he's not going to let it go. Right. These people are in for the fight of their lives because Donald Trump will spend every dollar he has to, to screw these people. And yeah. rightfully so. I think he's got more money than the government has. <laughs> well, he's got a lot of money. 
Yeah. He's got a lot of money for sure. And yeah, you know what? You know what I'm saying? Well, he's got, he's got, you know, he's, he's, he's got a lot of money and he Good can, he can make this happen. Yeah. And I'm sure he's probably paid uh, a 40 or $50 million retainer to a, lo- a bunch of lawyers to go ahead and pursue all of these charges civilly. Um, you know, all this stuff civilly. I didn't read the whole entire content of the suit or a basis of claim or anything like that, but I'm sure there's that a couple of, got a couple of good highlights. One, uh, there will be no arbitration. There will be no, uh, no mediation. This will be jury trial. That's what they want. They're demanding a jury trial. That's right. So get ready. Well, the best part about this whole thing, the best part is Durham is doing his thing. At the right. same time, right? That's right? The best part about Hillary R. Clinton and all of these jerks that try to manipulate the outcome of an election, ruin a presidency, and then try to manipulate the 2020 election, which they did to an extent, mm. is discovery. Yes. Oh. We're all going to find out the truth because the truth wins out in the end. Oh, discovery is going to be beautiful. I cannot wait to hear all of this. This is going to oh, be yes. so good. Yes. Get your popcorn ready, everyone. Pop your popcorn. Pop your popcorn. Right. So anyhow, this that's going on right now. That's kind of a big deal, don't you think? Uh, very big. I'm very excited about that. Not as big as, well, we've been working on our own little project that uh, we want to get into now. Um, and that's the uh, the Alpha Bravo report that we were talking about. Yeah. This yeah. involved a lot of midnight oil. A lot of midnight oil, a lot of time. But we enjoyed doing it. It was uh, It was a fun project to do together. And, uh, why don't we tell everybody, why don't we, you know, for, for those that might be joining us for the first time or just as a refresher, let's, let's get into what, what is the report that we've developed? Sure. Yep. The report we've developed to give you a little bit of background, um, Bravo and I are, first of all, we're Gen Xers, right. And, and we're skeptical of just about everything. Yep. And both of us have a healthcare background um, to an extent, Bravo, much more so than me, obviously. And we're both pretty common sense people. When the whole COVID thing started, we were talking, we talked a lot mm-hmm. about this doesn't make any sense. I don't understand this. Why are we doing that? This is, doesn't make any sense. Then the whole vaccine issue started coming out and we don't understand this. How can they do that? You know, we're asking the questions, right? Right. And we weren't getting any answers except more questions right right and you know everything was touted to be you know the vaccines came out they were safe and effective and run and go get and and you know we suggest that you get this vaccine to if you don't get the vaccine you're going to lose your livelihood you're going to lose your house you're going to lose your car your kids it's trying to transition from uh, please go get it to you must go get it or you will cease to have a life that you want so yeah that Stuff like that stimulates a Gen Xer, right? Oh, yeah. It really made like, me angry, to be honest with you. Um, it should make everybody angry. So we went through an iterative process of, of research. Um, as everybody may or may not know, uh, a, a Texas Supreme, a federal court judge in Texas mandated the release of information that Pfizer turned over to the government as part of the end-use authorization surveillance program of mm-hmm. administered vaccines. Uh, for a time period. Okay. Right. Now keep in mind that Pfizer and the U S government, this was another thing that that tickled my spidey senses. Mm. When the U S government wants to suppress information along with a commercial entity that uh, on a product that you were forced to take, Mm -hmm. uh, for one reason or another, you really ought to have your radar up. Your Mm -hmm. antennae ought to be up and, and tweaking. Right. Right. So that really stimulated Bravo and I to go ahead and get a hold of the information, first of all, right? And when it was finally released, I was able to get, we told in the previous show that we had uh, in 77, uh, dailycloud.io, Dr. Naomi Wolf, she's a journalist and has a PhD, uh, does research and things like that, has a website. She uh, was able to get people, including myself and Alpha and a whole bunch of other people to start looking into this and bringing up certain um, uh, issues uh, that were seen with the vaccine administration amongst the population that 
uh, we got our uh, the report on. And to kind of to kind of give everyone just a quick overview of the process, remember, remember how Fauci would would come out and say, we haven't seen any double blind controlled studies peer reviewed to just justify uh, these issues that people are starting to talk about and the adverse effects. That's just a fancy way of saying uh, the establishment didn't didn't go through their normal routine of the, what they have taken the scientific process of discovery, question, learning, passing on knowledge to others, and being challenged or being told, hey, we don't think that's quite right. How about looking at it this way? If you remember, Alpha, no one was, was being allowed to say, hey, do you really think this is a good idea to give vaccines to everyone when you have treatments over here that really could work better? What happened, Alpha? Everyone well, got shut yeah, down yeah. And, sh- and quieted. Well, wait a minute now. Let, let's yeah. let's give everybody a little bit more background here. Yeah. In, in the process, you know, there's there's an approval process in this country and in, in other countries around the world. And, and the world kind of does follow FDA to an extent because of the level of, you know, alleged professionalism that has been displayed and the level of caution and due process for evaluation of medications uh, by the FDA. Mm-hmm. Now. What is the normal timeline to approve a medication for administration to the population? It you know, just takes five to seven years. Yes. Okay. So the how long? The whole process, right? Right. Warp speed was, you know, an abbreviated program to get a curative out there or a, a preventative out there uh, to the population quickly. But remember, even even from President Trump's words, and everyone starts to forget about this very very fine detail. It was not to sacrifice safety. Right. 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 So when you take a five to seven year timeline, compress it down to six months, you have to really sit there and go, wait a minute. And then when the Pfizer, the process is we looked at data, we looked at the background, our understanding of the world, the market, healthcare, medications, approvals, et cetera. So we started doing the research. Right. Yep. And when the Pfizer documents came out, the big blitz to understand, digest and interpret the material that was presented was placed in front of us. Mm -hmm. When you start looking at that data, you start scratching your head going, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. All right. So when you're doing research and, and Bravo can speak to this better than I can, obviously, we decided that we were going to go through and do an analysis of the data. There's no emotion in the analysis. It's, no, it's all by reading everyone. It really is just, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the typical, if you go back to your college days, high school days, for that matter, uh, we all had to do research papers in high school. And well, back in our day, we didn't have computers. So we were using index cards and bibliography cards and note cards and you would stack it all up and then you'd put it all together in a nice uh, grammatically correct uh, English, well, English written paper and you would get your A and move on. And everyone dreaded it because it took weeks to do it and no one liked it, but I kind of did. But I mean, my, uh, what I was saying earlier uh, about before about peer review Normally, we would take this product that we just came out with, and I would start throwing it to New England Medical Journals, and I would start giving it to uh, the AMA and and all these other associations. And that's when I said to Alf, I said, under no circumstances are we going to use that typical peer review process. And here's my reason. It would get downtrodden, it would be be squelched, and it would be thrown into the, the proverbial circular file. And... When we talk about peers, and there's, it doesn't matter if you have a doctorate, doesn't matter if you're a medical provider, we all were subjected, and I use that word, uh, it, that's a nice word to say, but we were forced to get these vaccines. You are my peer. Anyone out there who wants to learn about this is a peer. Right. So we're changing the peer review process because I don't believe in it anymore. The scientific process that I learned and that alpha learned has been thrown out the window and I'm, I'm reinventing and giving a little bit of renaissance to it where you were, 
are the peer reviewers. And right. we're, we're looking right now, uh, we're in the, what we consider the preliminary review stages where we want other opinions about our work. And we have some sources and some people that we're going to be getting this to, and then we'll make sure that we're on the right track is, you know, just because we say so, and, and we have sources that say that confirm what we're thinking, we would like some other thoughts on it, right, Alpha? So, you know, right. Th- that's the that's the idea here. We're we're changing the peer review process to include you now. And there's a reason why we're doing it, right? Yeah. All of our work that we put together is all cited. We have provided within the work a list of of sources that you can go to. You can do the checking out for yourself. You can read how many sources it was 47 citations. Mm-hmm. We had to plow through a mountain of information uh, to get draw the conclusions that we drew. You know, the data is the data. We'll point to where the data came from, how we the methods we use to distill down the data to come to get to the conclusions that we drew. Right. Now, when we started doing this, we want you to be able to go through the process. And, and I was talking to Bravo before the before we did the show today. What's important to me is the whole COVID thing and medication administration under duress and, and removal of informed consent or implied consent uh, is a big deal. Well, it's implied unprecedented. Implied consent is if we're all dead. Well, or right. Not responsive. Well, the big informed, thing informed consent. consent. Informed consent yeah. was the big one. Right. Informed consent. The idea of understanding what the consequences of a medication are before it's administered to you so you can make a judgment for yourself was the big, it's it's a big deal. And it's consequential to everybody in this country or anybody in the world. And I think it's important to bring up to everybody that anybody can do this kind of research and anything this consequential and understanding an, an, an experimental medication that's being used on you, and it's an experimental medication, okay? It did not go through the normal approval process. We'll talk about that in a second. We want you to use this as a pattern. When somebody from the government tells you you need to do something because of that, this is the way to look at it. Right. Get down into the weeds. Get to the nitty-gritty. Understand the information and be skeptical about it. Don't just roll up your sleeve. It's a bad idea. Well, let's let's take one step back too. The, remember, the information that we, we utilized in this report was not available to us initially. No, it wasn't. In so fact, that, that's a big problem. Th- that's one of the problems that we identify in our, in our research. Uh, also, if we all kind of go back to when vaccines are being pushed and what were they telling us over and over again? They're safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. The effectiveness part was starting to be completely obvious because people that were supposedly vaccinated were still told to wear masks. We still have to wear them on an airplane. You still have to um, keep distance from everyone. You still have to stay in your house. You still got to test yourself because you still could get COVID. And then it was turning out that the vaccine that was supposed to prevent spread, that didn't happen either. Okay. So that's the first part of it. But the safe part, that data was not available until now. March 1st, right. 2022, when we, we, we saw, and let me give you a couple of numbers just to kind of throw out there. Uh, one of the numbers um, was the, uh, the total number of people. So the, we, we looked at all the adverse effects that have occurred from a certain lot or batch that the com- drug companies make this stuff. They make it in lots so that it can recall it or they can follow along how the administration went. All right. So we have, we had the, we had the listing of adverse re- effects and we kind of mentioned this last show. I'll just do it briefly right now. <laughs> you know, think about your tetanus shot your arms kind of sore, get a little redness around the area. Maybe it gets a little more swollen. You take some Motrin or some Advil ibuprofen. That's a generic and you're better, no problem. This this drug, this shot, spread around the whole body, and we were seeing adverse effects that were affecting the heart, the nerve system, the skin, and, and autoimmune systems, okay? 
everything yep. was being affected by this by this drug and it was being mandated on us it's not like you can decide whether or not you want to get a tetanus shot and that's 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 called medical autonomy we were all forced to get this or you will not have your life you will not have your freedoms okay so that was that was what we saw so out of the 40 approximately 45,000 people and that number we had to dig for right off of that and we'll tell you about oh, a little man. caveat here in a second uh, we had to, that number. <laughs> that, that's the big the big caveat right because out of the 45 approximately 45,000 people 42,000 people had adverse effects and if you took that's a that turns out to be 92 percent of the total people that received this one lot of Pfizer vaccine in quotes they had nine they had 92 percent people had adverse effects and some were mild, some were really bad. And if you went to the really serious adverse effects, 52% of that 92% had adverse effects that were serious, hard problems. Okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Those serious adverse effects. Oh, including. <laughs> hold on, hold yeah. on. We can't list them, okay? And I'm going to tell you why. There's like 1,400. Right. <laughs> There are conditions range that 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 range from mild to wild, okay, and and here's the here's the gig in the report Pfizer generated Pfizer identified identified nine pages single spaced ten point font mm -hmm. of adverse conditions that were caused or related directly to second dose vaccine administration and in the report alpha we have to say this in the report part of those adverse effects serious adverse effects death was one of them and we talked about this in the in the paper and we we reported it and we, we then used that that number and alpha you're the mathematician in this whole fun ex exciting <laughs> uh research project that we did yes. let's take it from there just to say. well we also looked at we also looked at the VARA system, which is a self-reporting system and a physician reporting system and a pharmaceutical company reporting system, right? So here's the deal. Four percent of people died that had a serious adverse effect from uh, the Pfizer drug, right? Four percent. One thousand two hundred twenty-three. And that would be in the cohort of people that was administered to, it would be about a three percent death rate overall. Mm -hmm. In the larger population in VARES. The data is very deceiving, and you've got to look at it a couple of different ways. The quick hit is the government is touting a 0.06% death rate from the vaccine. 0 0.06, right? 0 .06. That's, not, that's right. But when you look at the serious adverse effects over the deaths, you get a 32% rate of death. Not, not that, let that sink in for a second. Yeah, and just hold on to that thought. Let that macerate for just a minute. 32% died from this shot. And we said to ourselves, that can't be right. 32% of people that had a serious adverse event out of a cohort of 10 million people. Right. Now, when we did the projections to the estimated number of people that had it, and this is all detailed in our report, uh, we confirmed it also with some very, very uh, keen work by Edward Dowd, and it's cited in our paper, and he looks at the actuary numbers, and that 32% number is right on target. Yeah, it was scary. And you came up with Alpha is right on target. It's confirmed by insurance actuary information. You know those excess deaths everyone's talking about? Mm -hmm. Well, we found them, and there's yep. a lot of them. Our projection, we're gonna we're gonna save the all the details of the report, but there's one thing I want to talk about. You know, in um November of 21, there was a uh, report lease that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine. It was a peer-reviewed journal by a bunch of Doctors, scientists, uh, and everyone else, and, more initials and, than I have, just saying. Yes. Safety and efficacy of the BNT162B2 mRNA COVID-19 vaccine through six months. Huh, that that batch is the is very familiar to me. Very yeah, familiar. Yeah. That's the same batch that Pfizer tested on 45,000 people, right? You were all was, guinea pigs, by the way. We're all guinea pigs. That Pfizer report was supposed to be sequestered away from public view for 75 years. 2097. 2097. 
This report was the one that was out there that medical professionals, lawmakers, et cetera, were using on that batch. That's right. And the numbers match up to the, you know, they, they jibe, right? BNT162B2. Remember that. That's the batch. Nowhere in the Pfizer data was there a double blind. Nowhere in the Pfizer data was there a placebo. And nowhere, These, nowhere where they did the report, the total number of deaths that we just told you about in this report, they said one person died. Right. Well, a few people died. But Two, three. Insign statistically insignificant. Number. That's what they said in this report. And that's what everyone based upon the fact that we should go out and get this vaccine. Well, guess what? What this report also points out is our report that we did is only on the big ticket item. It's called death, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about efficacy. This report that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine that was leaked or released to the public points to the fact that these vaccines do not last long at all. The efficacy falls off dramatically after six months. So who do you want to believe? Do you want to believe the report that was supposed to be locked away for 75 years? Or do you want to believe what was published in the New England Journal of Medicine that does not even, and the authors were Pfizer employees, the supervisor's a Pfizer employee, the point of contact on the report's a Pfizer employee. Oh, and by but, the way, what do you, when you Pfizer at, paid for it too. Yeah, so talking to you from just academia really quick, when you have journal entries, it's like uh, being a, a Super Bowl rock or Super Bowl football star. Uh, people love to get their names out there and published and everything else. Uh, and one of the other reasons why we're not doing the, the normal peer review process, uh, but this report that we're that we're just told you about, uh, all those doctors, all those scientists, uh, there's dozens of names. It's in the New England Journal of Medicine. That is like what used to be. I used to hold it in very high esteem. I do not anymore. Just like the Lancet, and just like the American Medical Association. What it tells me is when you read this, this uh, report, the methodology is shoddy. The numbers don't make any sense whatsoever. But they're hoping that you just get to, you stick to the abstract and you don't go anywhere deeper into the article. So at first glance, yeah, as this was written, using the same batch of vaccine, probably extrapolated some details from the Pfizer data. This was put out for public consumption. The real right. data was supposed to be hidden for 75 years. To confirm that everything is fine, get your shot, don't look around. That's right. Makes me That's sick. Right. Well, believe what you want. The truth will come out someday. But I'm here to tell you that this was tucked away in a little obscure place and it wasn't exactly easy to find and it wasn't easy to access. And I'm here to tell you. We got it. We got it. And we're going to make that available to everybody. So you believe what you want to believe. You compare the data side by side. And what you're going to notice from this New England Journal of Medicine journal uh, entry, this report that was entered in there. It's wildly different than the Pfizer data yep. from the same batch. Where did they get the data from? <laughs> I think they made it up. I'm just saying. That's my opinion. It's more than likely that it was, it, it looks suspicious to say the least. But anyhow, hey, listen, everybody, we're going to be publishing the report. We're in final review. We're going to talk to some people about it before we publish the whole our, our, our findings. It's about 50 pages. Um, it's not exciting reading, but as somebody, if you did take a vaccine, you might want to have both eyes open to what you could be facing. Uh, and if you know anybody that was injured by the vaccine, you want to be paying attention to. So that being said, I've got nothing else. No, I want to thank everyone, especially uh, the, our uh, fellow police officers, firefighters, EMTs, paramedics, for frontline medical workers, and of course, the military for everything you do, because we stand by you when the government doesn't. 
Absolutely. And on that note, everybody make it a, make it the best day possible. And we'll put some information out on Getter and on our Telegram page. And you can visit us at Signal50.com. Uh, you can check our website for the report. It's coming out soon. You can also go to Signal50.com to find out where you can watch videos, listen to podcasts, and, and read some of the articles that we've published over the past couple of years. And just remember, please share and subscribe and get this word out. This is very important information. We're not doing this for the money. We're not doing this no. for the glory. We're going to keep our names out of it. We don't need to, you don't need to know what our names are. We're just putting it out there so that you can decide for yourself. And everything is cited, so it doesn't make any difference what our names are. You can go to the sources yourself and double check our information. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of fun to write that report. It was, and there may be more because we have more questions that we can't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I know we tried to wrap it up, but it's, it's really interesting. When you get into doing something like this, one thing leads to another. You find information, you follow the rabbit trail, and, and you never know where you're going to wind up. Right. And I wound up in the New England Journal of Medicine by accident, and I'm glad I did. Right. So anybody out there that, that's curious about something, go out there and start digging. Right. On that note, everybody, thank you very much for your time. Be safe, and uh, keep your we'll chin up. You Take care, everyone. I hope everything's going to be okay. Bye-bye. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.